Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news and interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And together we're taking you Inside Disney. Hey, guys. Hello. Happy holidays. Almost. I don't even know, Sherry. (laughs) Oh, my God. Asterisk. Almost. (laughs) I love you. I love you. You guys get me. We do. We do. (laughs) I really want to give a shout out to Stacey Bray, who reached out to me and Tony on Twitter, and she apparently binged almost the entire podcast or the whole podcast and wrote, I have to wait like an animal for the next one. Could we do it two times in a week? And I, to which I wrote, I don't think my heart could take that, but I appreciated her. (laughs) Best tweet of the week. Thanks, Stacey. Thank you, Stacey. This is awesome. Sherry wanted to make sure that you knew that because we've got a fan in Stacey. So what have you been up to, Sherry? Well, I watched one of the five fantastic things to watch last weekend, the Celebrity Family Feud episode where the Selling Sunset cast faced off against the Bling Empire cast, and it was wonderful. Per usual, Steve Harvey was looking sharp as ever. I still, still would love for us to go on that show one day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) D23 Inside Disney Family. Tony, put it out there. Yes. totally crush. Reach out to your contacts, Tony. We need to do (laughs) D23 Inside Disney version. Three of us. I mean, it could be Paul, it could be Bruce, or, you know, our producer and yes. editor, who are fabulous. it could be Yvette Nicole Brown. <gasps> oh my gosh, this is really turning into something. Ooh. Maybe our new unofficial host, Aquafina. I mean, there's so many, so many options. And she's already volunteered for so many things, just tacked onto her list, you know? Exactly. So what Disney stuff have you been up to, Tony? You know, I'm continuing my Only Murders in the Building binge. Mm. I thought yes. for sure I figured it all out, who the murderer was. No spoilers. Was totally wrong. So waiting <gasps> patiently for the next episode. Mm. How about you, Jeffrey? Well, they had the Gay Days Anaheim down at Disneyland this past oh, weekend. So D23 had a- Thank nice. you. It was super fun. D23 had a great booth there and, and swag and discounts and stuff on membership. So that was great. Guys, I co-opted the D23 Inside Disney name, but I gave us all a shout out. I got to interview Jake Borelli from Grey's Anatomy there down on stage cool. in person, which was so much fun. And Jake is just the sweetest. Another friend of the pod now. And shout out to Grace and Station 19 back for a big crossover event on September 30th. It was super fun. And Jake's just a sweetheart. So that was great. Love that. Yeah. You know who's another sweetheart? Who? Bobby Moynihan. Oh, Bobby. So true. So true. So true. And I mean, his stories about DuckTales pranks at Disneyland, being a part of the Muppets at the Hollywood Bowl, and of course, talking about being Jabba the Hutt's cousin on Star Wars Vision. So (laughs) sit back. That is going to be coming up after the news, which Sherry is about to kick off. Yes. Well, big news coming from Disney Plus. The company is celebrating Disney Plus Day. Mark your calendars. It's happening November 12th to thank subscribers with all new content, fan experiences, and so much more. So November 12th is actually the second anniversary of Disney Plus. So if you're a subscriber, you're going to have access to all kinds of incredible 
uh, promotions and experiences across the company, Disney parks and resorts around the world, and Jeffrey Disney Cruise Line is going to roll out the blue carpet for Disney Plus fans with some surprise and delight moments like photo ops, Jeffrey, (laughs) character moments, and more. Shop Disney is going to have special offers. Disney Plus is also going to make its debut in South Korea and Taiwan on November 12th and in Hong Kong on November 16th. Very exciting stuff. And there's going to be content premieres from all of the marquee brands on the service, like Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, Jungle Cruise, Home Sweet Home Alone, Olaf Presents, and so, so much more. Personally, I am very thrilled for Ciao Alberto, but there's something for everyone. I'm really excited for Disney Plus Day. It's coming up, guys. Yay. 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 Well, big news for another friend of the pod, our pal Victoria Alonzo from Marvel Studios. She was just promoted to president physical and post-production visual effects and animation production for Marvel Studios. I think everyone knows she's in at Marvel for 15 years. We got to have her on a, a special episode of the pod. Could not be happier for her. She's so smart, so talented. And so congrats to our friend, Victoria. Yay. Love that. Well, trailer alert, everyone. The final trailer for West Side Story debuted on GMA this week, but with an extended Mm. look at Steven Spielberg's reimagining of the classic musical about fierce rivalries and young love in 1957 New York City. Did you guys get a chance to watch this, by the way? I did, and it is amazing. Amazing. I was going to say, side note, uh, you guys know we had the Motion Picture Television Fund Next Gen summer party a couple weeks ago. Last weekend was the evening before party I got to go and first got to completely geek out with Billy Porter, but at least I know him. So I'm geeking out to someone who I know, but then could not (laughs) gather the gumption to speak to Ariana DeBose. I was so nervous and I'm so excited for her in this, but I think she is so talented. So I can't imagine you being starstruck. You're friends of the stars. I I was struck a lot at that party. Sorry, Tony. I digressed. By all means. Well, and I I did see our pal event Nicole Brown at the party too. Oh, I saw that. Saw that. Yeah. But yeah, West Side Story, all-star cast, Ariana DeBose, Rachel Zegler, Ansel Elgort, coming to theaters December 10th. The countdown is on. Yeah. Nice. Well, I am extremely pumped for this piece of news because some truly iconic guest voices have just been announced for the reboot of The Proud Family, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Disney Plus just announced dozens of celebrities who are going to guest star in future episodes, including Lizzo, Lil Nas X, Chance the Rapper, Leslie Odom Jr., Tiffany Haddish, Gabrielle Union, Debbie Allen, Jaden Smith, Al Roker, Gabby Douglas, so many more. I'm running out of breath. There are so many stars that are... I, I. I can barely talk. I'm so excited for this revival to come. <laughs> All seasons of The Proud Family are on Disney+. Plus, and this month, September 15th, to be exact, was the 20th anniversary of the series. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't make you feel old, uh, don't know what to tell you. But yeah, Louder and Prouder debuts on Disney Plus in 2022. Pretty much any time either of you say anything about a current <laughs> pop culture reverend, you make me feel old. So really, there you go. But Sherry, what else is coming to Disney+. Plus? Great question, Jeffrey. There is even more Disney Plus news. Disney Plus and Pixar Animation Studios just dropped a trailer for a Spark Story. Uh, Spark Story takes an intimate look at, yes, thank you. 
takes an intimate look at Pixar's Spark Shorts filmmaking process, follows two directors, Afton Corbin, who directed 20-something, and Luis Gonzalez, who directed Nona, as they bring their very uniquely personal visions to the screen. So that comes to Disney Plus this Friday, September 24th, and the trailer can now be seen on Pixar YouTube. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, something that's a little bit further down the road, Sal and Gabby break the universe. The comedy series is brought to us by the fabulous Eva Longoria, as well as Ben Spector, who I actually worked with his brother at a magazine years ago. Fun fact, no one cares about it wow. except for me. But what we do <laughs> care about is that this is all based on a Disney Hyperion book called Sal and Gabby, which won the American Library Association's Pura Bel Pre Award in recognition of its portrayal of the Latino culture experience. It mm. revolves around a teenager named Sal who discovers he has the ability to reach into time and space to retrieve things from other universes after meddling with his father's scientific experiments. If I could reach into time and space, I would look for my lost youth. But hopefully, that, <laughs> don't know how successful I would be. But I can't wait to see this series. Jeffrey, sometimes you make yourself sound like you're a thousand years old. You're, you're, <laughs> I think our listeners are being deceived here. <laughs> <laughs> I hang with you youngsters, you know, you youngins. Well, speaking of youngins, that's a great transition because I've got some news for you. A sweet little baby white rhino was just born at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Oh, I know. Born to first-time mom, Jow. Happy to report that mom and baby are doing great under the keeper's watchful eyes. And now it is time for some rhino fun facts. Did you know <laughs> rhinos are the world's second largest land animal? Did not know that. Mm. And I think we've talked about this on the pod before. Rhinos have one of the longest gestation periods of any mammal, which is 16 to 18 months. So oh can't imagine that. Disney's animal care teams, vets, scientists, animal keepers have all kept a close eye on Zhao throughout her pregnancy to ensure a safe birth. And this birth is a true milestone for this endangered species and marks the 12th rhino born at Disney and the second mm. rhino born just in the last year. And another first time mom, Lola, is expected to give birth this fall. Mm. Gosh, I love our growing yes. animal kingdom family. It's amazing. We do. Oh. Well, attention all bookworms. The Art of Star Wars, The Mandalorian season two book is coming this December. It's a hardcover collection of concept art that chronicles the making of the hit Disney Plus original series. It's written by Lucasfilm's Phil Shostak with interviews with crew and creatives from the show, including of course, show executive producers, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. You can head to starwars.com for more on this. Amazing. Well, coming on November 17th, a little bit before that, perhaps, you know, the, December 14th is a great Christmas present. November 17th is a great Thanksgiving present. <laughs> Marvel's Hitmonkey is going to premiere exclusively on Hulu, all 10 episodes of Hitmonkey. It is a show that follows a Japanese snow monkey who, aided by the ghost of an American assassin, goes on a revenge quest. You had me at Hitmonkey, but you keep me with the voice <laughs> cast that includes George Takei, Olivia Munn, Jason Sudeikis, and friend of the pod, Ali Monkey. So yeah, I mean, Hitmonkey, gonna be a hit. Love that. Monkey. Well, speaking of hits, this cast did not throw away their shot last weekend. Boom, boom. Let me tell you, <laughs> so excited to share the filmed version of Hamilton on Disney Plus won the Emmy for Outstanding Variety Special. Woo! 
Yay! And honestly, it's such a fitting win given the reopening of Broadway happening right now in New York City. So honestly, cheers to our mm-hmm. Hamilton family for this epic win. Congrats. Amazing. And you know what it's time for? <gasps> Snack time? I don't hear the jingling bells. Oh, no holiday well, we corner. Jing- we're going to ring those bells. Can you hear them? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, hello. Uh, all right, well, though I'm jingling bells, it's time for five fantastic things <laughs> to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For complete details, visit D23.com. Tony, what's up first? Well, returning to the Disney Plus library, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, oh I love this one. Friday, September 24th, starring Shailene Woodley and Ansel Elgort. Definitely watching this to help me get ready for West Side Story coming up in December. So smart, mm, so smart. Nice. Also on Friday, as I mentioned earlier, A Spark Story premieres on Disney+. Plus. Yay! Well, Sunday the 26th at 8 p.m. on ABC, it's the season premiere of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. All these incredible celebrities, including Jason Alexander, who I love, and Cheryl Burke, are going to be playing for their favorite charities. Nice. Also on Sunday, the return of Supermarket Sweep. Season premiere is at 9 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Just throwing it out there. This would be another fun one to do as a pod family. I can run uh, fast in a grocery store. Isn't it just two people, though? Or is it one? Oh, I can hide in in someone's jacket. (laughs) I can ride in the cart. (laughs) That's right, Tony. Take up the space that we need for the very expensive cheeses or whatever the... Do you remember writing in the in the cart backwards like a little kid? I, I miss that. Okay, I digress. Yes, miss those <laughs> when I was days. a child, we didn't have grocery stores. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, rounding out our five things to watch this weekend, on Sunday, September 26th at 1 p.m. streaming on ABC News Live, 3 p.m. on FX, and 7 p.m. on ABC Network. It's the Global Citizen Live special from Central Park. It's the 24-hour live global broadcast featuring dozens of artists and activists uniting to defend the planet and defeat poverty. I will be there to watch Billie Eilish, Usher, Stevie Wonder, Shawn Mendes. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to report back in with you guys on this one next week. Looks like a lot of fun. Cool. On to today's guest, who is no stranger to the worlds of Disney, or Star Wars, or Pixar, or Muppets. He's racked up credits including from Inside Out, Jake and the Neverland Pirates, Vampirina, Star Wars Resistance, Flora and Ulysses, Descendants 2 and 3, Monsters University, and DuckTales. Now, he's starring in the Star Wars vision short, Tatooine Rhapsody. Please welcome to the show, Bobby Moynihan. Yay! Yay! I like it. Thank you very much for that small cheer. (laughs) (laughs) We are so happy to have you on the show. You literally have as many credits as Walt Disney himself, I think. So I could only be so lucky. (laughs) Safe to say you're a Disney fan? Uh yeah, very much so. I always have been. I like never went to Disneyland until like I was older. But like always been a fan of of the animation definitely wow Hmm. all right so tell us about star wars visions and your character 
Yeah, I play Geezer in um, Tatooine Rhapsody. I believe I'm Jabba the Hutt's cousin. Oh, <laughs> wow. Ooh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's um, one of the funnier ones of the shorts. There are a bunch of shorts that they gave out to a, a bunch of different animation houses and, and, and all these guys did, and they're all amazing. But I think ours is a little different than the rest. It's definitely on the funnier side, on the humorous side. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Shelby Young, and I all play uh, band members it's absolutely amazing. It's crazy. And I have scenes with lots of legacy Star Wars characters that I can't believe uh, I get to do scenes with. And as a Star Wars fan, it's it's just the best. James Waz is a great dude, called me up and said, would you like to do this? Uh, I've never said yes to anything faster. I, <laughs> I didn't even have to read it. I said yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, you had a leading role in Star Wars Resistance. So what was it like to return to this galaxy far, far away in Visions? I've never left uh, in my mind, but um, it was a blast. I mean, that Resistance, uh, I played Orca in Resistance, and that was my first foray into the Star Wars universe and and, and not forgotten. Um, he still holds a, a, a giant place in my heart. I've played a couple characters on that show. Yeah, it's, it's insane. When I start to think about it, I get flustered because I still can't believe it. <laughs> I was also in Clone Wars and... Bad Batch and uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Tales of Galaxy's Edge video game. Oh, so right. now I've been in a, in a bunch. Incredible. <laughs> have, you, have you gotten to say, uh, may the force be with you? I have not. I clocked a couple things. Um, I got to talk about kyber crystals and some stuff and lightsabers and resistance. This next one, there's some pretty crazy stuff in, in Visions that I don't want to ruin there. It's just mind blowing. As a fan, Picture me as a fan when you watch that short, just knowing how happy I was <laughs> when I got to record. It was a blast. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> switching gears to a galaxy a little closer, Pixar. I yes, didn't realize. that's on this planet. That is on this planet. It doesn't feel like it sometimes, but it is. <laughs> I didn't realize until we were going through your gazillion Disney credits that you voiced Forgetter Bobby in Inside Out. Yeah. Do you have a specific favorite memory from being part of that film? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they flew us out. They flew me and Paula Poundstone out together. And I had never met her. She was wonderful. And we got to record together, like, at the Pixar mm campus and like that whole experience was just phenomenal just, that place is made and built for creative people to have a good time and to make what they want to make and uh i loved it there i didn't want to leave um it was hmm. wonderful got to see that like secret room in in uh Ooh, yeah. steve jobs office you know what i mean like it was insane it was, all that stuff but i think the craziest thing was at the premiere just hanging out and talking. Uh, I became friendly with Dave Goals through the Muppets, just from yeah. working with them through SNL and just a bunch of stuff. But uh, I met Frank Oz that night. And I think meeting Frank Oz wow. that night was pretty crazy. Uh, he was so wonderful and so kind. And uh, it was like the best couple minutes in the world. <laughs> it was, uh, he was fantastic. It's nice when you meet somebody that you look up to and you have thought about your whole life and, and it goes well. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had your DuckTales co-star, Danny Pudi, on earlier oh, this year. The kindest human in the world. Yeah. Right? He was amazing. Yeah. He obviously had some great stories. So got to ask you, what was it like being part of DuckTales? A dream. Uh, an absolute dream. I miss it dearly. Uh, that's my DuckTales family. Um, 
as a cast, like we had, I don't think we worked together more than once, like in the same room, but we spent a lot of time together at events for DuckTales and like everybody hit it off really quickly and really had a wonderful time with everybody. And we had a DuckTales parade, like at Disney, we all got to like go like inside one of the cars at the Disney parade for DuckTales and like that was a really special amazing day like just hanging out at Disney with the whole cast and did did Danny tell you the um David Tennant story (laughs) about the manila envelope that day you can you can find it online it's online somewhere some like super fan somehow saw it and documented it that morning to make a long story short that morning somebody handed David an envelope with just his itinerary for the day and like we all get our itineraries, but we didn't need it. And David just took it and he just put it down on the table. And I don't know what I was thinking. I've never met David Tennant. I don't know why I did this. I don't know why I thought it was funny. <laughs> I picked up the envelope and I went to another person that worked at Disney. And I was like, hey, could you just hand this to David? Could you just hand him his itinerary for the day? And he went over and did it. And David kind of got confused and put it down again. And then just for the rest of the day, we just kept having people hand him this envelope we did it we just kept doing it all day to the point where like we got someone on the parade line to like run up to him in the parade and hand it to him we just kept doing it all day in the middle of the live show we had somebody do it like it just kept happening all day long because we were just having fun and somebody figured it out online and put a bunch of pictures of him everywhere and getting handed this envelope like 10 times from that day. And uh, that was truly one of my favorite moments with my DuckTales family was just all of us banning together to annoy David Tennant for one day. (laughs) (laughs) Who is a dream, who is a dream and a very wonderful man. That is incredible. (laughs) Well, you came to D23 Expo back in 2019. Yeah. And we remember seeing you fanboy about the Jet Trooper costume. (laughs) What else do you remember about being at the Expo? Wow. Uh, I just remember always feeling that way. At, At every event, I just feel like, especially Disney events, I have to remind myself that I'm working that I actually have a job to do and I'm not there to just enjoy myself (laughs) because I often wander off. I've been known to wander off into Comic-Cons and never be seen again. (laughs) The cosplay is always the greatest. I I don't remember if it was that. I don't think it was that, but the best Star Wars cosplay experience ever was getting up extremely early in the morning. I wasn't feeling very well and just got up super early in the morning. And when I got to the bottom floor of the hotel, it was just snowing like crazy and no one was in the hotel and just right past the window was just two snow troopers from star wars just <laughs> and it was absolutely perfect <laughs> so perfect yeah oh my very gosh. perfect all right well you were dude the dog in three of the descendants projects my niece yeah. dylan obsessed with those films what was it like being dude the dog did you ever get to meet your human co-stars so many questions uh, so many questions. Um, I, I do. I love playing dude. Um, it, it was wonderful. Yeah, I got asked to do it. I love working with everybody here. The director was phenomenal. He worked on Ferris Bueller, like just the idea to get to work with him alone. Fantastic. And I didn't get to work with anybody. I, I recorded all alone, but I did get to meet Dove Cameron at a Disney event. It might I think it was D23. And uh, I met her there and she was very wonderful. I said, hi, I'm the dog. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and she, she, thank God she knew what I was talking about. Thank goodness. I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't frighten her. Um, <laughs> she was absolutely wonderful, but uh, yeah, it holds a very special place in my heart. I, I, I love that. I love it. 
I'm glad I got to be a part of it. And the the royal wedding recently was absolutely wonderful. I'm glad I got to make the jump to cartoon form. <laughs> it's not often you get to play both live action and cartoon versions of your dog. True. That's true. Well, speaking of many versions, all these different characters you've created and played, if you had to pick a favorite, who would it be? Wow, that's... <laughs> That's a hard one. I well, I thought you were going to say if you had to play any live action, and I was like, please put Orca in The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Paging Orca, Dave Filoni. Yeah, Orca right. and Flicks in The Mandalorian, please. Wow. I mean, I feel like there's the captains of the team, kind of. Like Orca, Louie from DuckTales, definitely. You, you know, but like... My my, uh, I also have a very fond place in my heart for Chet from Monsters University because just because that was like yes. that was my first kind of when when they called me to be in that movie I went insane because <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe it so yeah that one was really special to me too but but they all are they're all wonderful I I love animation so every time I get to do it it's it's the best oh I don't know I was about to say another thing but I don't think that's come out yet. Oh, so never mind. Ooh, what a yeah. tease. Sorry, That's tease. okay. You know, we're you're just among friends here. Yes. Yeah, don't mind the red recording <laughs> button. That's a that's a prank. This isn't recording, right? I'm the new Darth Vader. I'm playing Darth Vader for real. Sweet. <laughs> well, switching gears from Star Wars to Muppets, when we interviewed Kermit the Frog. Not, not hard to do. We're <laughs> making the pivot. Yeah. Um, so so back when D23 interviewed. Kermit the Frog, as we do, mm -hmm. about working with you for the Muppets Hollywood Bowl show. Kermit said, and I quote, "Oh, this Bobby is... Moyn... Sorry? I was going to say, this is insane. This is an insane sentence that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit said, Bobby Moynihan is one of the funniest, most talented, and most willing to roll with the Penguins performers we've ever worked with. So what was it like working with the Muppets for that event? I think about that moment a great deal there there's a lot of i've been blessed to have some very amazing moments in my life but standing on stage with paul williams and every single one of the muppets pretty much mm -hmm. behind a log with kermit and a banjo singing rainbow connection was something that was not lost on me ever mm -hmm. it's crazy <laughs> i think of, i think about it too much it was nuts it was like one of the most beautiful moments of my life where i went like oh bobby you did it. <laughs> Yay. I was just very happy. It was a very, it was a very great moment. A very happy, very happy moment. Aww. If you ever get the chance to sing with the Muppets, you should do it. It's wonderful. Oh, the concert, the concert was really fun. I actually had the chance to go and I was so blown away. I was like, I could watch this every day. I think they could just make, put this on Disney. Plus. Oh, I'd be so happy. Oh, I wish they would imagine that. Um, They have to have it recorded somewhere. That's a great idea. Put that on Disney plus guys. I just want to see it. I just want to see it in good quality. I'm not on YouTube. It was a special show. It, it felt like that was really a, a, a crazy thing to be a part of. It was pure Muppets. It was wonderful. Wow. Well, we can't, ask about the Muppets without asking about the queen herself, Miss Piggy. Yes. <laughs> what is your best Miss Piggy story? Well, I, I, I've i gotten to work with Miss Piggy a lot at SNL. Not a lot. Well, I, yeah, a couple times. I have a picture of me kissing Miss Piggy, scandalous. Um, <gasps> oh, uh, <laughs> scandal indeed. Was she a good kisser? Fantastic. Well, she's a, she's a, she's a, a res uh, I respected her space. She's a wonderful woman. Yes, she was the best. <laughs> It was all consensual. <laughs> uh, she planted one on me, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Not surprising. Yeah. Sounds I about think right. 
you know it's star power, especially with Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy has like her own section, like backstage with the Muppets for real. Like Miss Piggy is treated like a star. They call her Piggy. I, well, that's her name, so I guess you have to. But like they, it's it's taken very very seriously. The respect is given to Piggy. I remember being backstage at the ball at uh, Hollywood Ball and seeing like Elton John freak out. Because he was meeting Miss and he couldn't believe it. Like, you know, it's like that when you see these legends freak out because there's a Miss Piggy's there and like they they go nuts. And it was as you should. It's 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 an amazing experience like that. But you, you, you see the star power that Piggy has when legends crumble in front of her. It was she not. does have that effect on people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so your daughter just turned four. Has yeah. she been able to watch any of your on-screen performances yet? Um. Yeah, she's seen a bunch. Uh, she, she. She. I don't think she. She has any idea. She loves Ducktales. She's very big. Very mm-hmm. big Duck into mm-hmm. adventure, and she's a wild person. She's um. <laughs> she's gonna be a stuntman or a stunt woman. Um. She's the best. She's seen almost all of them, but yeah, but I don't think it registers. Uh, loves Vampirina and very big into uh, 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 Blizzy, Blizzy Stormfront. We, we do watch that one every once in a while. I, mm. I played Blizzy Stormfront. I played a snowman named Blizzy Stormfront. A weather. We man. have the photo or the yeah. image. We, I, was, I did not know your character on Vampirina, not my oeuvre necessarily, but <laughs> very impressive. Yep. Not tuning in every day. Interesting. well it would be hard to keep up with all of your performances given how prolific you are in the worlds of disney (laughs) although i have to ask we went through the the credits with a fine-tooth comb i don't think we saw marvel there and we need to know are you on this is marvel happening what's happening i'm on it okay i'm trying (laughs) i'm on it good to know Okay, well, we like to ask our guests. <laughs> I'm guessing that's all you can share. <laughs> we like to ask our guests about some of their Disney favorites. And given how much time you spent with the company, we realize this might be an impossible task. And since the list is so long, we're just going to ask that you don't name a project that you've been in. So those are the rules. First it, question like, is literally, it leaves three projects left. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite Disney animated movie? Wow. It was Lion King. I I, I watched mm. the Lion King like every day in college. <laughs> um, <laughs> now with a, I like I really enjoy Moana, mm. Coco, mm-hmm. Soul is astonishing. Yeah, mm, there's so many. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> still, still <laughs> one of the best movies ever made. Love it. Uh, favorite Disney song? Wow. <laughs> I know. The first, Tony honest, said we weren't going to go for the hard questions. But we I are. know, but I just, how long do you have? The The first thing that came, for some reason, the first thing that came to mind was Under the Sea from Little Mermaid. But like, oh, I don't yes. know why it did. The music and soul and Coco, I listened to a great deal. They're all, mm. they're both fantastic. I'll go with that. Uh, uh, oh, um, oh, what is it? What's the name of it? Now I'm blanking. Uh, oh, the song from Coco that the kid sings. <laughs> I just remember me? Uh, remember. Yeah. No, the other one. Uh, Poco, Poco Loco. Poco Loco. <laughs> that might be my Love favorite. It. It's so fun. But I did have uh, the the Forgetters theme as my uh, ringtone for many <laughs> many years. Because nice. I can't believe that I have. I can't believe that there's a Michael Giacchino song that is about one of my characters. That's crazy. Mm. Must be so cool. It's All right. Uh, we know you're a hardcore fan, but favorite Star Wars character. 
I don't know why, but I've always said this. When, uh, Jabba the Hutt is just the greatest. I, Jabba the Hutt is Star Wars to me. It's just this weird yes. big blob thing. Wow. There's people inside of it. You can't understand it. <laughs> He's terrifying. He's also doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> like uh, I, I don't know. There's something about that Jabba scene is very Star Warsy to me. But if I had to like pick one, like I would say Princess Leia. But either Princess Leia or Jabba the Hutt. I mean, I and now you're playing Jabba's cousin. It's all like, it was like fate. Yes. I can't believe it. It's the craziest thing in the world. Yeah, that, that's true. I think uh, I should play more huts. Peaky <laughs> hut, perhaps. Yeah. Mm. Oh, imagine. <laughs> well, Bobby, I, I hate to ask you this, but favorite Muppet? Gonzo. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Ah, Shout out to Dave. <laughs> oh, hey, Sam. Yeah. Yes, nice. love Gonzo. Kind of the uh, job of the hut of the Muppet universe. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> My favorite thing, casting Muppets in Star Wars, you could, that's the, the, the greatest college game ever, ever is just oh, to sit yeah. there for, just cast Star Wars and Muppets or, or vice versa. Yes. I love when they did, when Mark Hamill was on and they had some of them way back when on the Muppet show. Oh, the greatest. That, that Gonzo as Darth Vader costume is one of my favorites. Oh, so good. All right, favorite Disney live action movie. Wow, <laughs> I would, I would, I might have to say Roger Rabbit. I might have to say Who Framed Roger Rabbit again. Well, I already said it, but um, if I had to pick another one, I'm gonna go Cruella out now on video Ooh, and demand. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just for Disney. <laughs> All right, favorite Disney sidekick. Pascal makes me laugh. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Good. good one. Oh, I love Who him. else? There's so many good ones. I don't know why Pascal came to mind first, but it's a great answer. Take it. My daughter has a frying pan, like a plastic frying pan, and he's <laughs> on it, and she just spends hours trying to get him off of it. <laughs> the best toy in the world, by the way, that Disney ever made is a is a plastic frying pan that makes a bonk sound when you hit somebody with it. It's <laughs> the funniest slash dangerous gift of the world. <laughs> I love it. Okay, favorite Disney parks attraction. I should say Galaxy's Edge, but my I go to Galaxy's Edge now and I stand in a certain spot and I go because in the video game that I have, I have a cantina at Galaxy's Edge, and I stand there and I go, that's my cantina. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. that's insane. But now, because I have a daughter, uh, she, from start to finish, adores Small World. It's her favorite oh, thing in the world. And now uh, I love it too. I don't know why, but it's it's my favorite. Uh, we, we watch the ride on YouTube a lot. Um, <laughs> she loves it. She love loves that. it. Yeah, and now I do too. So I'm gonna say Small World. All right. Well, we we end every interview with the same question, and it's a toughie. But your favorite Disney memory? Wow. Uh, if I hadn't have told the Muppets one, it might have been that. But I think now, when you said that, the first thing I thought of was the first day I, I went in for Star Wars Resistance and they showed me that picture of Orca and I realized, I was like, oh gosh, if this airs, I'm going to be in Star Wars. Like that moment, like getting, walking back to the car and being like, I I, I shouldn't, I'm I'm 40 years old. I should not be this flustered by this. <laughs> like, it was a, a, a just a, a lifelong dream come true. It's It's wonderful to be involved. Bobby, thank you so much. This was everything. 
and a bag of chips with a cherry on top. It was <laughs> so much fun. To see you again. Uh, thank you. I was going to say, hopefully I'll get to see you guys at a real D23 again soon. Yes, yes. I hope so. Yes, please. Guys, what I love is he is such a Disney fan. Like he knows yes. his stuff. Like he's, I love it. So much fun to interview someone who really like knows it. It's great. And who knows? On top stuff. of his gazillion Disney credits. It's really yeah. a treat. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.